and welcome to Ooh La La, Don't Mind If I Do, a podcast about the finer things in life. Friends, I am Sean Tony, and allow my fellow co-hosts to introduce themselves. I am the Archduke Cameron Trenelange. I am jo- Jared Amadeus Simon, King of the Castle. Jar- <laughs> I almost Jared? messed up my name. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, my are, debut. On the first episode of our podcast, the first thing you do is mess up your own first name. I had one job. I, uh, uh, Jared. It's the least fanciest thing about That's me. That's what it is? Yeah. Oh, the le- yeah, my first name is like the least fanciest thing about me. Me. Well, you're so you're so excited to get to your fake middle name that you just stuttered your way through it. This is our first episode. We are the most qualified people to talk about the fancy things in life. I Absolutely. think three postgraduate students. Well, we're not students anymore. We're post. We're adults. We have graduated. We have jobs. Jobs, and we all bathe in caviar. Mm-hmm. Um, we all strictly use gold utensils. We have disposable income. Yeah. <laughs> we actually uh, each have butlers, and all three of them are triplets. We we managed to split all three of them up amongst the three of us. Yeah. So they have the same name. They pretty much share the exact same character traits, but we each have our own version. So it's great. It's actually Jeffrey from Fresh Prince. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two identical <laughs> twin brothers, and we took all three. And it turns out that he doesn't actually age. It's honestly super convenient. I mean, I just, I mostly just ask him to be like sassy with me, and then I forget that it's actually his brother Jerome, and he just does not put up with it. <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> uh, I, thought, like, I had nothing to uh, add. I heard Jared breathe, so I like gave him a moment. I thought he was like building up something, <laughs> and then we just—it was just dead air. I guess we might as well reveal. Should we reveal the truth that we're not actually rich beyond our wildest dreams? Ah, shoot! They're gonna find out. The dead air was a giveaway, huh? <laughs> that we didn't have any real life experiences to speak to. I realized in that moment. I had nothing. <laughs> I had no money. I had no fancy lifestyle. Now we're just three jerks. I want to talk about the fancy, fancy side of life. And that's what this podcast is all about, bringing it to the people, our shared desires and interpretation of what the high life must be like from the outside in. See, I was under the impression we're doing this to make a lot of money so that we can actually become fancy and like well, live we weren't supposed lifestyle. to make that blatantly apparent. Uh, see, I'm all about transparency <laughs> when it comes to my schemes to get rich. Not even necessarily quick. It's a long, long struggle of making money. Oh, it's a commitment. And it's going to be this once a month podcast will make me a billionaire. Calling it now. See, that's my long game for this is like what I want to do is I want to start off as, as, as a pedestrian. Yeah. Looking in on the high life and then ultimately gain fame and wealth through this specific podcast. Mm-hmm. So much so that I can flip the podcast and all three of us will be at the same place and we can look down and imagine what it's like to be a plebeian again. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like you dress for the job you want, right? So we are all wearing tuxedos. Yeah. I'm not wearing pants. Wait, I I thought we all agreed on the tuxedo thing. Oh, no, dude. I am straight up underwear and bathrobe, and that's how it's going to be. All right, so you've, got, so you've got one guy in a tuxedo in Los Angeles. you got another guy in a tuxedo in San Francisco, and then you got one dude not wearing pants in the middle of Brooklyn. Is that is that an accurate painting that we can paint in our in our listeners' eyes? Well, that's yeah, the new name I mean, of the podcast. That's it. That's a really long... <laughs> new- if we didn't have a long enough name to begin with, we'd just make it longer. All right. You know what? And I'm going to take a hard stance here. I don't want to abbreviate it. Yeah, screw that. Yeah, I don't want to use an acronym to describe our podcast. The acronym is actually good, though. All right, hold on. Jared, can you uh, repeat the name of our podcast right now without stuttering or stammering? 
Oh, geez, dude. The first word I said on this podcast, I stuttered. Okay. <laughs> I so I think it. with that and that burp, it will just uh, – let's just go into it. That was classy. That is wait, that is wait, set why, the tone for this entire show. I want to know why burping isn't considered fancy. Maybe in some areas of the world, but not in ours. In some areas of the world. If you, if you, if you burp sometimes in a restaurant, it's like, oh, I'm satisfied with my meal. You shouldn't have to be relegated to the bathroom to burp. You know, you don't, shouldn't have to be doing it in private. Guys, we are we are now – we haven't even got into the topic. Well, I think Jared was trying to set up a little segue there. My man. If, you, if you're using context clues. That segue trampled over me actually telling what the introduction is, but <laughs> hey, Jared, let's hear that segue. He said it already. I said it. I segged. I weighed. I z- <laughs> I, it's bathrooms. The first episode we're doing is bathrooms. We are, dis- despite the fact that we are not going to be making any bathroom humor. We are going to be discussing bathrooms at length. And I can assure you, the listeners, this will be the filthiest our show gets until we do. I can't promise that Jared won't devolve into potty humor, though. That's very true. I refuse to speak in potty talk. I won't have a potty mouth. Mm. I won't say any bad words. Okay. Especially not in the fancy bit. Ba- I mean, I'm not. Okay. I trust you. Now, here's a question. Um, Let's hear it. Is there a fancier term for bathroom? Like, I feel like I've heard washroom. Washroom? I thought that was like a room that does. It was like a toilet, a sink, and that's it. Like, no shower. Right. So, what do we define? Are we looking at all scope of rooms uh, in which you either bathe, defecate, or (laughs) wash? I think there. I think there needs to be a bare minimum. Uh I think there needs to be a toilet. Like, if it's got a toilet, I feel yeah. Right. If it's got a toilet, it's on the table. Well, here's the thing. A bathroom inherently has a shower or bathtub. Otherwise, we're talking about a restroom. Right. I, I feel like restrooms kind of count towards it. Oh, oh restrooms, absolutely. I, it's just like, you know, I was afraid you were going to say sink because then that brings into play the kitchen, and the kitchen is not a bathroom at all. Well, no, we're saying a restroom has a toilet. Of course a restroom has a toilet. I mean, the toilet is the staple of the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You can't have – why would you go – what bathroom would you go to that wouldn't have a toilet? I've seen the segmented ones. You ever go to a hotel that has like it's just the toilet? There's ones that there's like the sha- there's like the shower room there, and then there's, there's no the, like the toilet. Wait, it's just a toilet and no sink? Yeah. It's just a toilet. You go in there, you do your business, you leave the bathroom. Outside of that actual bathroom, there's like a shower stall or, or a sink or it's more of a communal Are you thing. Is that a bathroom stall? Like a toilet stall? No, it's like in, it's like in fancy hotels, you know? You well, go and stay in a fancy hotel, they I, just put the, 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 the they separate the tub. I think you're exposing me for the low-class slum I am. It's just a room with a toilet. In all honesty, it's got no character. All of those, uh, the bathrooms that I've used that have been toilets only have been very negative experiences. I'm sitting in there bored out of my mind. I mean, at least in a bathroom, I could look at the tub. <laughs> Wait, you just want to look at a tub? Or a shower. Oh my god. You're just sitting there, and you're you're not looking at your phone, you're not looking yeah. at a magazine, you're looking at the tub. Yeah. Well, tubs are finely crafted. Oh, they, they're made of they're, porcelain. You can have some yeah. really gorgeous tubs. Yeah. I should. I mean, I should clarify. I mean, it's not just the tub. I mean, it's whatever the accoutrements to the tub. Like, usually if there's a tub, there's soap. <laughs> Love staring at some soap. I, and if there's so, I mean, like what? You're telling me that you've never read the back of the shampoo? Okay. So let's talk about this. We're going to make the ooh-la-la, don't mind if I do bathroom. You walk in there. What's the first thing you see, Cameron? I see fame. I see fortune. And I see a toilet. With a bidet and a seat warmer. Ooh la la. That plays music. I'm into it. I'm so into it. What kind of music? Well, uh, when I was in Japan, or as the locals say, Nippon, Ooh. their 
almost every public bathroom or restroom, what have you, has a toilet that has a seat warmer built into it. Whoa. A bidet. Whoa. And uh, it plays jingles so that when you're making your business, no one has to hear Wait, it. Wait, hold on. What kind of jingles? Like, is it like the snack that smiles back goldfish? It camouflages. Yeah, it's mostly commercial jingles. It's weird. It's just a weird way to advertise things to you while you're while you're just dropping one. Dude, yeah. Charmin should take over that. that Charmin right there. Cha-cha-cha. Charmin, like whenever you need to like roll the toilet paper out, that is money to be made. But that's part of the problem. Then everyone's going to know that you're using toilet paper. I like the <laughs> idea of them advertising, I don't know, Cheerios. They're like, oh, I don't know. What's he doing in there? Uh, I think he's buying cereal. Like, <laughs> no one will really ever know. <laughs> Who's going to a bathroom to buy Cheerios? Well, that's the thing is you're not going to the bathroom to buy Cheerios. You're going. You want misdirect. Mm. It's, it's exactly. It's like it's a magic trick, really. You go in there. Yeah. You do your business. My dream is that a bathroom. Bathroom, a bathroom is never advertised as a bathroom. It's so oh, discreet wow. that no one ever knows that you actually use a bathroom. You, the signs will say, like, living room. Oh. You walk in. <laughs> there's, there's a, a couch. couch. <laughs> there's a TV. You sit on the couch. But it, built in the cushion, there's a hole. And that's where you, like, no one has to know. And it's just we're so open about it. There's no labels on you know anything. We just know. I've been to a public restroom. In the men's side of things that actually had like a couch and like almost a lounge area within it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's like it's it's it's, it's an ecosystem in and of itself. It was in a. It was actually quick plug. That was in a Shady Maples in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Wonderful. Smorgasbord. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a like, in the male bathroom because it is meant to feed like thousands of people. They actually have like a couch in there. Another like some chairs, like some lazy boys, mm-hmm. and obviously a lot of toilets and urinals. It was nice. I mean, it's kind of nice to have that option of like ah oh, you. Know, you know what? I don't. Instead of waiting in line, I'm just gonna sit on this chair. I mean, I guess it doesn't really help in the fact that you don't know who's coming out of the toilet and who isn't. Who knows what that couch has seen? I am very skeptical of any fabric in the restroom. Mm-hmm. I don't want any fabric because I think about cloth, and I'm like, cloth gets dirtier faster than anything mm-hmm. I know. Very true. And I don't know when you said what has that couch seen. Yeah, the answer exactly. truly, honestly, is I don't know, but I'm damn sure that it remembers. <laughs> Cameron, you were describing the bathrooms in Nippon. Yeah, so one of the biggest differences is that most of the toilets are pretty great. Um, I The luxury of a seat warmer is something that I will miss dearly. But another thing is that the stalls actually feel private. It's not like here where there are just giant gaps between the door and the floor and like even where the door locks to the other side of the wall, like you can just peer through. Right. That is not the case. Hmm. Mm. It is like very like it is closed off. It's a very private. Yeah, it's a very private thing, as it should be. Yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. And it's nice. What was the urinal situation like? Urinals were about the same. Nothing dramatically different. Pretty much everything in Japan is automatic. So you don't ever really have to like flush a toilet. You know, oh, that's fantastic. It's a no touch experience. Right. Yeah. Did you encounter the squatting hole? Do you know about those? Uh, I did not encounter one of those. I feel like at one point I might have walked into a bathroom where I saw that and I just didn't do it. But for the most part, I was encountering toilets. Oh, my! wait, you had the opportunity and you didn't do it. I'm saying I can't remember for sure. Well, let's describe what this is. If any listener doesn't know a squatting hole, you want to describe a squatting hole. All right. It's a hole in the ground that you squat over. 
Oh. And what do you do when you squat, Jared? What do you do? You do your business. You, you dot your eyes. Where do they keep the toilet paper? You, you cross your T's. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do. You mind your business. Man, J- Japan has it right. Yeah. Oh, duh. We should make bathrooms the board meetings of the world. <laughs> the golden toilet is the ultimate sign of wealth in this world. Like, I don't care if you have like a thousand houses. If not every bathroom has at least a gold toilet seat, you're not rich that is like the biggest like f you to money i i couldn't agree more but the only thing i can make that even more like wasteful to like show off how much money you have is that you like that use dollar bills as toilet paper now that's an idea i mean i think that might be illegal i'm not 100 percent sure it also sounds like a bad idea just like as far as like comfort oh it's very dirty and dry and oh, yeah god i didn't even think about the dirt yeah it's dirty what the money the money, yeah. Oh, well, see, when he said you, when he said using money like a dollar, dollar bill mm-hmm. to wipe his, what to clean up after his business, mm-hmm. I assumed that they would be new, fresh off the press dollar bills. That's how rich. Mm. I mean, think about it. If you're if you're going to the bathroom on a golden toilet, <laughs> you probably can afford clean dollar bills. I'm just saying. So. Th- the bathroom is directly associated with the government's like printing so that whenever new money is printed, it just goes onto a toilet roll in your bathroom. I mean, how do you think dollar bills got so dirty to begin with? That's disgusting. I mean, it's trickle. It's trickled down. It's it's literally oh, trickled down economics. Yeah, it trickles down your leg. I was in a restroom the other day, and it had. But it was a single person restroom, which I thought elevated it, mm-hmm. and there was both a toilet and a urinal right next interesting. to each other. It was a single person restroom. I can't emphasize that enough. That's that is interesting. I guess it's preference if you don't want to have to like yeah. touch a, like if you don't want to lift the toilet seat, right? Because sure. the urinal is the least amount of contact you make while pissing. So that's like more convenient and the toilet's just there for when you need to shit. Here is my problem with that bathroom. Hmm. Um, when I think of like single stall public restrooms, I expect a certain level of cleanliness, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm expecting, like, oh, only one person at a time? They better keep this clean pretty frequently. I don't really see the need of a urinal in a public bathroom if it's not surrounded by, like, five other urinals. Right. If I'm going in there, like, no one else can get in there. I don't think I don't see the need of a urinal in a single-person bathroom. I feel like that's meant for, like, mass in-out, in-out, in-out. With bathrooms that don't even have a door to get into, you know what I mean? Like, it's sure. meant for, like... A smaller venue. Urinals should come in packs. <laughs> I don't want to see it anywhere else. I think if it's a single bathroom, you should make it just a toilet. And let me, let me put it this way. I have a business card for a toilet. What? I've never gotten a business card for a urinal. Did it hand it to you? Uh, when I was using the toilet, there was a stack of business cards for it. Oh, this isn't a joke. And it was the first time I've ever received an actual business card that promoted a toilet. Cameron, how vivid is your memory of using that toilet? And if it is vivid, can you rate it on a scale of one to five flushes? Uh, so I would say that despite I, I do believe that the bidet is a fancy utility. I am not adjusted to it. Every time I use it, it is a surprise every time. Is that a good thing? I don't know. He hasn't done it enough. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it comes and you're like, whoa, there it is. And then you go to turn it off and it doesn't turn off immediately as soon as you press it. You're like, okay. And then it stops. Like, that was it. I, I did it. You, you never forget when you use a bidet. You remember it for the rest of the day to say the least. Yeah. Like, that is something where it's like, I used a bidet today. Yeah. That's interesting. So I used the bidet as just a physical reminder that, hey, I was there. Like, yeah. 
Leaving leaving my mark. It seems like the heated toilet seat is commonly paired with the bidet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So my concern is that uh, because in at least in America, the, the heated toilet seat isn't commonplace. The only time that I've ever experienced a heated toilet seat is like an oh no situation. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh. When something's not meant to be oh, heated and no. it's heated, especially like yeah, then that's a any kind of seat. It's just like, mm. uh, that's something I have to deal with. Oh, no. Yeah, that's that's not a good thing. Would you rather so... sit on a warm seat or like one that's like ice cold? Oh, warm oh. seat. That's what I'm I, I'm just saying the inconsistency. Consistency, like if, it, if I say it's an all or nothing, if we're going to go heated toilet seat, it needs to be standardized. Well, I think that's what Sean was getting at. Would you rather sit yeah. in a warm seat that was perhaps not intended to be warm or would you rather sit on a cold seat but know that oh. someone else's rear hasn't been warming it up for you? I would prefer the cold seat and the knowledge that it was clean. Really? Oh, 100%. I think I don't mind the warm because it's like... I'm doing it too, you know? I feel like I'm going to go with the knowledge is power team. I'd rather have the knowledge that... Yeah. Is brand new? There's a suspension of disbelief whenever you use a public restroom <laughs> that you have to kind of convince yourself that it's maybe cleaner than it actually is so you can get through this experience, right? Yeah. So I think that yeah. the warm seat is a harsh reality check. Okay. I completely agree. I mean, I appreciate, Sean, what I appreciate is your, like, is the team spirit. The whole we're all in this together (laughs) toilet seat idea that you have. It's a community effort. (laughs) Yeah, but I think that the fancy toilets are not communal toilets. So I think we've talked about toilets. So let's talk about the other part that makes a bathroom a bathroom. Yeah. We're talking about the atmosphere. The bathtub slash shower. Did you say the atmosphere? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we mentioned the couch earlier. My question about that, that bathroom at Shady Maples mm-hmm. was, you know, it had a couch. It was fancy. It seemed like it had much more of an atmosphere. Who knows? Maybe it had a marble floor. <laughs> I don't know. Did it have an attendant? Oh, see. That is she, where I wanted yeah. to go with this. I, like, that is for me. The bathroom attendant. Yeah, we, let's just jump the gun. I want to talk about they it. They are not being paid enough. Oh, oh, absolutely not. They have to stand in a bathroom all day and deal with our stinky butts? Like, like, they just have to sit there, stand, not even sit, they have to stand and recommend soaps. They do have to stand. Sometimes they get a stool. Oh, really? I've never encountered one with a stool. Dude, um, Sometimes they have a stool. Yeah, I think I've seen that. I've seen that. But mo- more commonly, they're standing. I was at the Sands Casino in Bethlehem. Oh, no. Oh, yeah? My one friend, <laughs> Andy, there. said, because he'd been there a couple times, he said that when you walk in, you have to say... Welcome to the bathroom. Great. And I knew he was joking, but I'm like, all right, I'll go along with this. So I walk in, I open the door, I swing it open, and I just go, welcome to the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah. And the bathroom attendant was not amused. Why were you saying that? Why didn't the bathroom attendant say that to you? Yeah, you're doing his job for him. I remember I looked over at him on the way out. And he was just like, thanks. <laughs> My next question is, are there are there bathrooms that you do that? You like you walk into the bathroom and say, welcome to the bathroom. Literally, Even every if public no, bathroom I, mean, I go into, I just scare people. Are you welcoming yourself? Yeah, it's... <laughs> I think this really speaks to Sean's mentality that I'm... I'm slowly discovering about how he feels towards bathrooms, that it is a communal experience. We are in this together. Welcome to the bathroom. <laughs> it's honestly like the YMCA. The, ba- like the, the public bathroom is like a YMCA. It's just where the community gets together and hangs out, and everyone's an equal in the bathroom. No one is better than anybody else. We're all on the same playing field, regardless of income or background. Everyone's in there to do the same exact thing. Welcome! 
to the bathroom. Exactly. It's the great equalizer, the bathroom. Right, everybody poops. There's yeah. a book about yeah. that. You really took that to heart. I've actually never read the book. You've never read that? How like... did you figure it out? Oh, yeah. How did you learn? You know what? Intellect, my friends. Wow. Intellect. <laughs> Must be a truly gifted man. So, guys, I uh, I just Google image searched uh, bathroom attendant. Huh? And uh, there is a picture that shows the recommended tips. Wait, yeah, tell. Wait, for going what, to the wait, bathroom. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes, please. What? What are they? Because I don't. Let me know. just say the poop tip is different than the pee tip. Oh well. Now this is I don't know. This is off theefficientdrinker.com. For pee, they say the tip is one dollar. Right. And for poop, it is three dollars, oh, which I think wow. my gut reaction. No, it's not. It's always been number one and number two. I was thinking the same thing, my friend. Let's keep it simple. Let's follow the rules. I'm familiar. I know the number one. I know the number two. Well, I thought that that's why they were called numbers one, two, and three. Oh my God! There's an interview. There's an interview with the bathroom attendant who told them the tipping. Oh, here's the quote. What do you believe deserves a tip from bathroom users? And the bathroom attendant says, depends, man. If you're taking a shit, <laughs> yeah, that's man. a lot different from just pissing. Give me $3 for shitting. I'll give you some gum or hairspray. If you're pissing, I'll still give you that, but leave a dollar or a few dollars. Okay, so that's the thing, though, because they have so much at, like, the goodie bar of the attendance table. It's just like a – it's practically a bodega. Oh, absolutely. It's like winning a prize. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> And I like the idea of being rewarded. Yeah, it's a reward. I mean, yeah. it's a, it's oh a human. It's like a dog treat for humans. Congratulations, you 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 got through this. You you dropped the big one. I want to know if there are different levels for the road. of rewards. Like if the bathroom attendant has got like peppermints for the everyone who got who's got to pee, but then they're like, "I heard you just you just pooped. You get a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a fresh baked He's cookie. fresh baking cookies back there. Yeah. Just like oh, I here would we go. not want a bathroom cookie. Oh for, wait, he can oh, keep no, his bathroom you're forgetting, cookie. You're forgetting something crucial. This is coming from your partner in crime, the guy you trust the most, the bathroom attendant. <laughs> oh, this I'm going to put this out you there. You trust the most, Jared. This interview this guy who's this supposed to be a bathroom attendant yeah. does not sound like the fanciest joe out there no no he, he's pretty laid back it's pretty cool <laughs> jared so i know cam and i experienced this when we last went to this establishment but when was the last time you went to a dave and buster's and used the restroom uh god uh so uh not in recent memory okay because as of late 2015 early 2016 they have converted the urinals into a way that you can actually play a game. What? Oh yeah, that's a that's a thing in Japan too. Okay, I was about to ask that. Like Japanese arcades have like bathroom games. They have PP games. So here's how it works. Uh, the way it works, at least at Dave and Buster's, they had a game where you were on a snowmobile, <laughs> and there were obstacles in the way, and you had to. How do I say this in the fanciest way possible? Um, navigate your stream and depending on what part of the urinal it hit, your snowmobile went to that part of the screen. Like, if you went hit the left side, it moved to the left side and you had to just kind of dip and dodge around these penguins. And I think if the bathroom attendants are there, there should absolutely be tickets rewarded oh, for that my game. God, it's I could not agree more. I'm surprised that they're not giving out tickets for that. Really, the ticket experience at, at, at Dave & Buster's should never end. As long as you're there, you should be earning tickets for almost anything that you do. Yeah. If you're playing a game, whether it's in the bathroom or in the main room, you should be getting <laughs> rewarded Hold for on. it. Do you think they could, that you could do like a uh, strongman thing where you have to hit the target, but it's with your poop dropping into the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And then you just hear like a ding, ding, ding from that toilet stall. One of the biggest attractions 
games in uh, Japanese arcade restrooms is it's a crane game style game where you actually have to drop your ass into the seat and pinch the prize with your cheeks and and lift it up through the hole in the seat. Uh, I I almost believe you. <laughs> oh my god, he had me. I was ready to play that game. It's a it's one of their biggest attractions. So let's get back into what we were just about to talk about before we got distracted with bathroom attendance. Let's talk about bathtubs and showers. I, when I was in Ireland, I stayed in this very nice house, and in the basement they had one of those like it was just like a shower stall that wasn't even like a bathtub. It was just like a glass room, hmm. and it had one of those like overhead shower heads. Oh. That made it feel like it was almost like raining on you, and I was able to like. I actually sit in the shower which was a wild experience for me like there was actually like a seat there that i could just sit down on it made me want to take longer showers and speaking of that cam let's talk about your shower habits bud my shower habits you take a long shower my shower rabbits do you have rabbits in your shower oh i've never known cameron to take a particularly long shower i have cameron huh? how long are these showers you're taking his prep time in the bathroom <laughs> is Oh, I don't have rabbits. I don't have any shower rabbits. That's oh, that's much different. The amount of time that he spends just preparing in the bathroom—that's different from the amount of time he spends in the shower. But let's um, talk about, all right, let's talk about bathtub versus shower. Which do you think is fancier? And then, other side of the coin, which do you prefer? I, I prefer a tub, but not a bath. I, I like the shower, but I, I don't like the shower stall. You like the shower in a tub? Oh, yeah. I feel like I have the most amount of room oh, that's, that I can get. That's actually my least favorite. No way. Wait, which one? Showering in a tub, like having a tub-shower oh. hybrid and standing in yeah. the tub-shower. to That's my least favorite experience. I, it's hard for me to decide. I feel like, well, one, I prefer showers. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't like sitting in water like that and, like, having to, like, dunk my head if I want to wash my hair and, like just ruminating in my filth showers are very therapeutic yeah i i I like having the the rain come down yeah and wash away all the pain it is a sanctuary i feel like almost with the shower tub hybrid there's a bit of comfort there because that's what i'm most familiar with Mm -hmm. like that's what i've grown up with most of my life and that's what i'm used to having (laughs) interesting so when i when i lose that tub it feels different and one of the positives of having a tub is that it's easier for my feet to like feel the edges of the tub, like where it rounds out. So I know spatially where I'm at at any time. And I know that sounds silly, but if I'm in a shower and I, it's very, like, and I have my eyes closed for too long, it becomes this like weird existential thing where I feel like I'm like time and space cease to exist. Yeah, things. It's it's hard to maintain that like grip on reality. I start teleporting to another place. Yeah, no, that's a luxury, yeah. and I think that that is something that you can't get in a tub. I mean, you could relax in a tub, but like if you if you sit there and mm-hmm. soak, the water's gonna get cold. I think that it's it's almost like dogs sticking their head out of the window in a car. It's that constant rush of water against your face that you just mm-hmm. you don't care how long you've been there, how long you'll be there. It's just the fact that you're enjoying. Yeah, couldn't agree. I think more. I figured out why. I have a problem with it. Why is that? See, growing up, my parents, like, I showered using my parents' bathroom. Like, everyone in the family did. It was just a shower. It was no bathtub. It was just, like, glass door, shower. Even, like, throughout college when I would come home, I used that. My parents just moved last year. And that is, I think, just because I had that, I was a bit spoiled in that sense. Mm -hmm. And I will say also, when I broke my ankle, showering was much more difficult. And I cannot fathom how I would do that in a bathtub because I had the big shower spot. You need the the seat. Here's the thing. We had the seat, and it fit 
with room in the shower. Mm-hmm. And it was really nice. Like, I kind of just got to sit and have it, like, rain on me. Wasn't in a tub. Getting out was a lot easy, too, because it was just, like, a room, you know? But if I'm saying what's fancier, here's what I'm thinking with fancy. It's, like, doing things despite the fact that you don't really need to do them. Mm-hmm. And it's just to be extra, I think the bathtub isn't necessarily the best way to clean yourself, but it is by far the most relaxing way to bathe. It is definitely extra, but if we want to play into the whole extra idea and apply it to a shower and not strictly a tub, one time on a family vacation when I was younger, we're staying at some beach house, and I remember the shower there. It was... It had multiple shower heads. Oh, wow. From like different angles. And I've never seen this before in my life. I don't know if it was intended to be like so multiple people could shower. I don't know. But it was like. It was for like lovers. But yeah, but it didn't have that vibe to me. Like I'm like, oh, I feel like this is still kind of a single person shower experience. But like if you could. It was shaped like a broken heart. <laughs> no, uh, I, I can't even remember the exact shape. But I just remember being like there's multiple ones around me. And I'm like, this is interesting. So I. You got full blasted. Was it like a car wash? No, well, because I could. I think I think I did like. One from in front of me and behind that me. That sounds great. Oh, that's luxurious. And it was cool. It was definitely cool. You know and what? I f- fanciest shower beats fanciest tub. You've convinced me. Yeah, like that was like such an experience because I was just getting completely like I was getting covered in all angles. But if I want to dip my head out, I can. Just knowing that I don't have to move that much, I can just kind of lather up and go in the water, and then yeah, it's like a waterfall. You know, it's just it's hitting me from all angles. I'm getting clean. I'm 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 just submersed. I'll tell you what I can't shake. I can't shake the thought of the Roman emperor and the, or maybe he's a, he's a Grecian guy. I don't know. But the, you, you know that image of royalty lounging, eating grapes yeah. or olives? I'm familiar. I feel like that's the kind of, that's the kind of guy who I can only imagine takes a bath. Absolutely. And that might be fancy. Maybe that's the problem, guys, is maybe that none of us have ever taken a bath that we didn't have to clean up ourselves, you know? Because I feel like that's the worst part about the bath. When's the last time you took a bubble bath? I took a bubble bath when I was away. I, taken the- I went I went away. Really? Oh, I was so excited. I was so excited because I don't have a tub here where I currently live. And I was away and I was staying at a place that had a tub. I bought one thing and it was a bath bomb. Because I had never experienced yeah. it. I've only heard of him. I've never done it either. I've heard great things. You got the bath bomb? Yeah. You did it? I was, and I I will admit, I... Talk us through it, pal. You, you We're all ears. I've never bath bombed. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. I was a little bit ashamed and embarrassed because I felt like it was frowned upon for, for like, men to want to take a bubble bath. Screw that. Challenge gender no, norms. Jared, Challenge Jared, those gender norms. Jared, you went to war. I did because what I, I but I, I You got a bath bomb and went to war. I did. I, I, I just, in the moment, I'll be honest, when I was checking out, the, the woman who was, who was, you know, ringing me up, she looked at me. And she saluted you. She didn't salute me. She looked at me like... <laughs> This is the one thing you're buying? Like, this is it? And it's not like I was trying to buy other things to mask my actual purchase. I was buying a bath bomb. Now, you were being, you were going to war. Right. It wasn't, it's not like buying condoms. I told her it was for my girlfriend. I didn't oh. have a girlfriend. Oh. I did that. And I, you know what? I think she believed me. So that's good. <laughs> but I went home. Wait, what and store was it? You I read call, the instructions. You should call the store and talk to, it's like, can I speak to the cashier? I just want to see if she remembers that I have a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> 
I went home with the bath bomb and I and it was a whole I put on music that I wanted. Oh, music is a whole nother aspect. Yeah. It was and it was a game changer. That's a game changer. And the worst candle? part of it was when the water got cold. I didn't have a candle, but I turned off all the lights. And Ooh, yeah. you know what? It was I, I mean, what I really want to do is one of those immersion tanks, you know, where you go in and you like it just uh, it's dark and it's like the water is body temperature, so you don't know where your body ends. It's this it's a it's essentially oh a fancy bath. Oh, is what you it mean is. like the sensory deprivation tanks? Yeah, sensory deprivation tanks. Thank you. You want to be thrown into a fucking void? Yeah, I do. I think that's it, how you want to bathe. No, I have zero interest in that. I don't know if that's how I'd want to bathe. Like that's how that sounds like an experience I want to like <laughs> go through. Just to be like, oh, that's interesting, but not when I'm like starting my day and like trying to just like <laughs> get get such stuff. Spend, like, you wake up at four to spend two hours in this sensory deprivation tank every morning. Oh my god, I gotta retime my entire schedule. It's like, hey, Jared, why were you late to work? Oh god, I got lost on the inner sanctum of my mind. The alarm was going off. I just couldn't hear it. I was in the tank. Yeah, I was in the tank. <laughs> This sounds really luxurious, though, because if you have the time, wow, that's something else. You know, it's it's what they say. There's nothing fancier than losing sight of your own existence. Uh Everyone knows that phrase. And I essentially tried to make my own. The worst part of the bath, the thing that made – it was like a bell curve of fancy because when I was running the bath, it was like, eh. And then when I got in the bath, that's when I reached, like, the peak of fanciness. I was like, I am bathing. Then it went down. The water got colder and I had to turn off the water and I got out of the tub. I had to clean the tub. It was a whole thing and a half. If I had someone like my trusty bathroom attendant <laughs> to wipe it down for me, it'd be a different experience altogether. Is the, is the attendant also scrubbing you? Like, does he have a loofah on a stick that's just going up and down your back? I can give a quick little uh, fancy living tip to our fans really quick. Uh-huh. If you don't want to go through the experience of preparing a bubble bath and it's just like late at night and you're like, oh, man, I want to do something fancy to treat myself. I've read this online. (laughs) I tried it. It was pretty cool. Um, So much akin to the like early 2010s trend of shower beers. Have you guys heard about shower fruits? Sean? Um, No. But okay, so here's how it works. I feel it's like very simple. Eating in the shower is not something that I am particularly interested in. So you're going to have to really convince me. What you do is you go into the shower and you grab like an apple or an orange or something. And you're going to take your time in the shower. Now, hear me out. Hear me I'm out. I'm just really nervous. You start in the shower. Before you before you <laughs> shampoo or anything or body wash, mm-hmm. you start eating it. And the, here's the thing. That's not my main concern. You're probably wondering like, oh, man, the juices are going to get everywhere. That's not my main concern. <laughs> but then you clean yourself. <laughs> Where do you put the fruit down? Where is it? You Are you holding it the whole time? Once you start, you got to finish. Uh, and it's something that you're going to want to finish. Because here's why. Uh-huh. No, with, with the hot water and like the steam going around, the fruit is going to make your entire bathroom smell like that fruit. And it's really nice. I hadn't thought about that. It's really it's, – it's, it's something different because it's like a thing because you're thinking to yourself like – you don't get to do that that often. It's something that's worth a trying. Once. I would try that to see if it's luxurious and to see if it's fancy. Apparently, the orange is the best way to do it. See, I would, I could do it with an orange. Orange is the way to go. Yeah, I would want to try it with an orange because oranges are messy. Exactly. I mean, I would actually, I would go one step further. Yeah. The fruit that I would my my go to shower fruit. Grapefruit. Ah, the pomegranate. Oh, my God. There's no repercussions in the shower. <laughs> wow. To be honest, I can't imagine eating a pomegranate anywhere yeah, else you, now. You've completely sold me, Jerry. That, 
Tell you what. No, Sean's doing tonight. No, no, no. I'm not buying a pomegranate. This is Jared's idea. You want me to eat a pomegranate in the shower and tell you if it's Jared, fancy? Will you try this by the next episode and come back and tell us how it works? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh God, you got it. Bonus points if you could record your shower in a podcast <laughs> format. How about bonus points if you uh, don't? Uh, bonus Jeez. points for me if you do. Bonus points Please, for camera just, if you don't. I don't need that image. I'm torn here. Am I getting bonus points or not? Yeah. Well, you'll get them regardless, either from uh, camera or me. Yeah, but mine are obviously better. Cameron, how many points are you wagering? Okay. How many points are you wagering? No, I'm asking you first. Oh, jeez. No, I asked you first. Whatever Cameron's doing, I'm doubling it. <laughs> it seems like I'm getting Damn exponential it. amount of points here. <laughs> and guess where you can redeem them? You can redeem them at the prize counter of the bathroom attendant. Yeah, if, if you if you get my points, yes. <laughs> so this kind of ties in with, your, with the philosophy, I think, of this whole shower fruit thing. But if you go to like an onsen in Japan, like a hot spring... Um, it's actually pretty customary to after you you're, you step out of the hot springs, you drink a cold glass of milk. That sounds. Re- I'm a big fan it's of supposed milk. Supposed to be refreshing. I'm a milk guy. Yeah, but that sounds really good. Yeah, I don't do milk. Oh, gosh. oh, we don't need to go there, I, it, Jared. The first thing I want after a nice shower is not a cup of milk. It's just not. It's not my cup of tea. It's a cup there of milk. There's one thing that everyone must do and if you don't i will i will excommunicate you from my circle is leave the bathroom washing your goddamn hands oh, i yeah, don't <laughs> understand people who go to the bathroom and don't wash their hands sometimes i go to the bathroom just to wash my hands Guys. that's the only thing i do same 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 oh my god i've literally walked in washed my hands and left just because i felt like i needed to wash my hands i wanted to freshen up guys Sean. 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 No. Sean. Don't tell me. Sean. I don't. I I just said I would excommunicate. Don't do this to us. We just started this show. That's going to make this podcast. Welcome to the first and last episode. I've been getting better, okay? I've been getting better, but I am a bit of a forgetful washer. But, however, most recently, most recently, most recently, I bought this really, really good smelling soap. So I've been washing my hands like crazy. Why do you think I buy such nice hand soap? <laughs> it's an incentive. It's the smallest reward. Dude, I bought this from a bodega. It was $1.29. It's strawberry sm- scented. And it smells <laughs> divine. Divine, you say, huh? Cameron. Huh? You and I need to talk. I mean, yeah, we. I think Holland, Jared and I need a one-on-one here. All right, guys. I'll just back off over here. So, so Cameron, here's the thing. <laughs> Does he, does he need to be excommunicated? This is one of the toughest decisions I've ever had to make. But here's the thing. On one hand, I do not like to break commitments. And we have committed to this podcast as a trio. Absolutely. But I'm also a man of my word who has said that I would excommunicate anyone in my circle that does not wash their hands yes. when they leave the bathroom. I think we can make an exception, and I'll tell you why. And I think it's valid. I think we have an opportunity on our hands. It's sort of like Mindhunter, which I haven't seen yet. <laughs> but it's just like it. We have the insight. We, <laughs> yes. could, we could ask him, what's going on? What, what is he doing in the bathroom where he's not washing his hands? What's going through his mind? We could gather the insight. Is there like a checks and balances where it's like, oh, if I only pee, I don't need to wash my hands. You know what I mean? Like, does That's, he have one of those think, kind of mentalities or does he just, does he just forget? Like, I got to know. That's what I'm I saying. Know. I say, I say we pardon. All right, Sean. Sean. Oh, yeah, man. Sean. Oh, that was a big one. Guys, I just came back from washing my hands. <laughs> that was hands. a big hand wash. Wow. I got big hands. So, Sean, we have we got some questions. We got good news. We got okay, good, news. I, good, I, news. I, good news. Good news. Good news, bad news. Good news, you're not excommunicated because uh, as long as you agree to our terms, 
which is that's great. You got to give us some insight. We have a few questions. Okay, all right, I'll, I'll answer all questions. One: Do you have like a grading system in which this merits a hand wash versus this doesn't merit a hand wash? That is classified information. Pass. Ha- you can't pass. These are the terms. This is the terms. <laughs> okay, I didn't know if I could pass. I, I know. Um, all right, all right. I am actively getting better. <laughs> I promise I need you. you. I need you to change, not just for yourself, but for it's, us. I'll say this much. I'll say this much. I'll say this, this much. should be uh, like a yet. Yeah, this should be a black and white matter. And the fact that it's taking this long is really concerning. One hundred percent of the time when I poop, I wash my hands. Okay, that's. I don't think that there's. There's. That's the expectation. Yes. Whenever I am like out at like work or anywhere else, it's a one hundred percent of the time, regardless. There are times, like Jared said, I'll just go in just to wash my hands because my hands feel dirty. Okay. That is so antithetical to your entire being, but go ahead. <laughs> I feel like I'm being attacked. Do you feel like when you're um, – is this like you're at home and you just take a quick whiz and then you just go back to whatever it was you were doing? Is that like the situation where you don't wash your hands? And, and also I don't touch anything. What, how, what do you mean you you avoid touching things? So you leave the bathroom and you'll just no, no, like – I mean on myself when I go to it. So you're just like, no hands, mom. Look, ma, no hands. Just, it's like, look, ma, no hands. Much. <laughs> yeah, at home. And again, this is only at home, specifically my home. You know what, Cam? Now, mm. the more I think about this, especially, I mean, given the context and also the fact that... Can I say something? Go ahead. I, Sean Tony, promise to wash my hands forever. <laughs> Starting now. I, I, I want to hear that water running, baby. Is, here's the problem. I'm going to share this with a lot of my friends, and they're going to hate me. I understand why. Let me just say, you guys are right. I am wrong. I am sorry. I honestly think that I made a gigantic mistake in doing this and not realizing at a very young age that I would end up releasing this information publicly. For number one, this would be funny. Wait, you realized it would be funny to not wash your hands? No, I mean revealing it on the podcast. Oh, yeah, that's a bad idea. I am so sorry and so wrong. And I also want to make this clear. It wasn't like a thing where it's like, I'll never wash my hands. I'm saying like... I didn't think it was malicious no it's not malicious it's not like you're like ah, ha, 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 i'm gonna go touch everything 90 percent of the time i wash my hands every job i've ever worked at i have done that actively i can't stress this enough i'm always washing my hands <laughs> when i'm at work it's just when i'm home and sometimes i'm feeling lazy i guess i don't know i'm ashamed of it well, see that's the thing are i'm not like concerned fighting against, about are you fighting against the man i'm not concerned about like your co-workers <laughs> or anything because I, I think that they're the safe ones i what think all the of customers? Those people, the customers Customers are safe. I'm more concerned about myself personally because you said that you only do this in the privacy of your own home, which is where we spend most of our time together. And now I'm just trying to think about everything I've touched of yours that might have had pee on. I feel really, guys. I lived with him. I lived with you this guy. You basically lived in his really bad. I feel really, really bad. Right. We shamed him enough. Since Sean, since Sean put all of his cards on the table, I'll, I'll talk about my, not my bathroom rabbits, but my bathroom habits. I take considerable showers i but here's the thing i'm a man of value i'm a man of virtue mm-hmm. i'm a man of cleanliness i'm i am the cleanliness boy i have a certain standard that i have set for myself in terms of smell for the record i do not smell visual appeal over the years it just this is the amount of time that it takes me to get ready and i've gotten better i've improved it used to take me longer well you have less hair now. but you know i like blow dry my hair you know, but like when I'm in there, I shower for maybe like I don't know, 15 minutes, which is a little long. No, I think that's I think that's standard. But then the rest of the time, it's like brushing my teeth, blow blow drying my hair, putting my contacts in, 
And usually when I go into the bathroom, I'm usually doing my business right before I get in the shower so I can ensure that I'm clean and that everything's out of my system. It's a full therapeutic thing where I'm trying to get ready for the day. I'm trying to be the best me that I can. Sure. You know? In solidarity with Cameron's bathroom habits mm-hmm. and Sean's old ways. Thank his you. old, old Thank ways. You. I think I will share one misstep that I have had uh-huh. in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, no. After, yeah, please, please. This has only happened to me twice. And it was while I lived with Cameron. <laughs> and, and I was the victim both times. <laughs> I forgot to flush. Oh, buddy. I forgot to flush. Jared? And you know what? It was a number two, and it was oh, it was unimpressive. And he found it like a <laughs> That's treasure. This fucking thing. It's like it's, it wasn't even a good one. That's not the point, Jared. No, it was unimpressive because there have been movements where I look at it and I go, "Wow!" <laughs> and I left it there by accident. I was just I don't know what was going on in my mind. And Cameron found it, and he goes, "Hey, Jared." can you look at something? I go, yeah, sure. And I walk into the bathroom. <laughs> and the first time I was like, I don't, I honestly, I, I don't know what it, and I look in the bathroom. I go, oh man, oh no. And I flush it. And I was genuinely embarrassed, which doesn't happen very often. It's true. And it wasn't even like a week had gone by. And he comes and he stands at my bedroom door and he's looking at me. And immediately I knew, I was like, <laughs> no, no, I, there's no way. I, I didn't. And it was another unimpressive movement. <laughs> That was hanging out. I was. I looked at him, and I was more embarrassed than the first time because I don't know how it got to that point. Like your life was becoming a downward spiral when the toilet should have been a downward spiral. Jared, I'm gonna say four words, and then we're gonna move on. Mm-hmm. I have been there. I hate all of you. Okay, so moving on. We actually didn't even get to really talk about this because we just went into shaming me, and uh, rightfully so. Let's talk about preferred way. To dry your hands. So obviously, if you guys know me personally, I am a big advocate publicly of the Dyson, of the Dyson Airblade. Airblade. Yep. I think it's the premier way to walk, to dry your hands. Proud supporter. But in the privacy of my own home, I love a towel. I love a towel. I love a good, nice, clean towel to wash my hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But publicly, because I feel like that's the only option when you're at home. But let's talk out and about, in the city, in the fields, wherever – I'm dipping my hands in that Dyson Airblade 100% of the time if it's up oh, to me. Okay, but humor me this. If you could, would you replace the home towel with a Dyson Airblade? Not only would I do that, I am going to call out Dyson right now. If you want to sponsor my 100% hand-washed lifestyle, <laughs> I will welcome He's it. He's a new man, people. Oh, that would be lovely. They're not going to sponsor me. And you, can, you can send a little 100 emoji. Yeah. Here's my thing is I, I I appreciate the Dyson Airblade and I agree that it's fancy. I think it's one of – I think it's a, a technological revolution. Personally, I have trouble centering my hands in the up and down. That's fair. That's a legitimate criticism. And it's difficult because I feel like sometimes the air is so powerful. It forces my hand towards one side and I end up touching it. And that was what I was trying to avoid the whole time. It's happened a couple times. I like the idea of the Dyson Airblade, like a, a blade of air that just whisks all of the it like squeegees. I love that. Just cuts your hands right off. I think that's great. It just saws right through. Do you wish it was wider and deeper? Yes. If it were wider, deeper, and stronger, I would much rather use it. It's a strange follow-up to Daft Punk's hit single. <laughs> wider. Yeah, yeah. I've never encountered that issue with a Dyson Airblade. Well, you've got thin say. hands. You've got thin yeah. hands. Well, what do you say about my hands, bucko? You got thin hands. I'm saying you got thin hands. I said it loud and proud. So uh, I, too, support the Dyson Airblade. I think it is innovation at its best. 
in the world of the bathroom, restroom, washroom, what have you. The Cadillac of drying your hands. Correct. Couldn't have put it better myself. But I understand what you're saying about that feeling of having a towel at home because you know who's using that towel and it's just like a, it's almost like a blanket for your hands, <laughs> that, you right? You know what? That, that's what towels and, should market themselves as, like towels, blankets for your hands. <laughs> it's good. And all fairness, that can also be used for gloves. No, like, <laughs> <laughs> No, gloves are more like shirts for your hands. Oh, right. Duh. Yeah. Towels are blankets for your hands and gloves are qu- shirts oh, for your whoa, hands. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I know. I just got a question now. Wait, hold on. Picture in your mind's eye, if you will, a construction <laughs> worker. He's got a pair of gloves I'm on. I'm picturing it. He's got a pair of gloves on. My mind's eye He's is open. He's working. He's got his hammer. Mm-hmm. And he goes, phew, I got to go to the bathroom. He goes to the bathroom. He doesn't take off his gloves. What does he do? Wait, what's his name? Jim. I need to know his name. It's Jim. Jim what? Jim. Jim. Jim the construction worker. Okay. Okay. Yes. That's, that's a really on the point last name. What does Jim do? He's now, he has just urinated and he's wearing gloves. I'll tell you does what that he does. Ne- he doesn't have to wash his hands. I'll tell you what, what he, he does. does. He breaks out his spares. He's got to have two pairs of gloves. Oh, because he's a good construction worker. Can we be so sure? Yeah. Can we be so sure that he's got a second pair? Well, I mean, if he's worth his if he's worth his weight in construction, yeah, he'd have two gloves. Sean's absolutely You don't right. need to buy a second jackhammer, per se, but a second pair of gloves never hurt anybody. Well, yeah, and I mean, it, it gets me thinking about the porta potty which is something we haven't touched on. And I don't think and, we should. I don't think it's a fancy... Oh, there is no need to touch on the porta potty We know, we know no, that... No, no, no. This is... I'm sorry. This is ooh-la-la. Don't mind if we do. Well, we talked about the squat hole. <laughs> if we were talking about a squat hole, no, no, no. We can touch on the porta potty. No, no. Because how fancy I, can a porta potty be? I'm drawing the line. There is a difference between the squatting hole and a porta potty. No, no. I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, airplane bathrooms. No, no, no. Nay, nay. We are banning discussion of the porta potty on this podcast. All in favor, say aye. Aye. We know exactly where the porta potty stands in society. Yeah. There is nothing. It's right above the squat hole. It's above the squat hole, is it not? No, I disagree. What? No. But we're not going into it. The squat hole is a cultural difference. You're saying there's no culture in the porta potty? Yes. We're moving on. Okay. I, you know what? what? Def- I'm calling the shot here. We're going on to final thoughts. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the part of the show where we decide if what we talked about was indeed fancy. So, in Ooh La La, don't mind if I do, we have a trial binary system for rating our experiences. Now, if it's something that we really, really love and think is fancy, we say, ooh la la, don't mind if I do. But if there's something that we're not sure of, maybe it's fancy, maybe it's not, Cameron, what do we say? Ooh la la, I'll think about it. Thank you. And for the last one, if we're sure this is not fancy, let's say if we were <laughs> entertaining the thought of reviewing a Porter John, what would we say, Jared? Ooh la la. I'll pass, but thank you very much. There we go. All right. So that is our trinary system, patented TM. And let's go into it. The first thing we talked about today was bidets. And I'll go first. Ooh la la. Don't mind if I do. I'm a big fan. Cameron? You know, I'm going to have to say, ooh la la. I'll think about it. Hmm. It's tough. I, I, I do feel there's a mark of something special with the bidet. But I don't know if it's for me yet. Okay. And now, Jared, your thoughts on the bidet? Bidets. Ooh la la. 
don't mind if I do. I I haven't used one, but I think the idea of it is so grand, and I really look forward to trying one. I, I think that's good. All right, the golden toilet. Easy for me. Ooh la la, don't mind if I do. Ooh la la, don't mind if I do. Jared? Ooh la la. I'll pass, but thank you very much. Whoa. 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 Yeah. That was a complete shift I was, from the Jared yeah. Amadeus Simon that I know and I love. I was so close to calling our contractor and installing it in the ooh la la mansion. Jared, can I make a last ditch effort to try to persuade you to change your answer? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Okay. You said you liked a cold seat. I did like a cold seat. I have it written down. Let me tell you this. Gold is one of the hardest materials to heat up. It's going to be cold as gold, baby. Gold is cold. Can we get an ooh-la-la, don't mind if I do, out of you? And if so, we are installing it in the ooh-la-la mansion. I'd say ooh-la-la. I'll think about it. Move forward with the plans. All right. Because I think it should be there. I think it should be there in the ooh-la-la mansion for when I'm ready. That's progress. That's progress. And we have plenty of bathrooms in the ooh-la-la mansion, yeah. so you have your choices. We have a million bathrooms. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about bathroom attendance. Oh, God. Can I go oh. first? <laughs> no, I just, I am, I have a very guttural, visceral reaction. Ooh-la-la, don't mind if I do. I want that guy. I want my partner in crime. I want someone who's not, who's more than just a bathroom attendant. I want someone... <laughs> Who's there for me all the time? <laughs> Ooh la la! Don't mind if I do. Sign me up. Okay, Jared. I gotta say, Ooh la la! Don't mind if I do. Under the caveat that in our mansion we also have a bathroom attendant. Absolutely. And may I recommend that is either a monkey or a robot. He is the Robin to my Batman. <laughs> okay, we need to hear Cameron's reaction. Ooh la la! I'll think about it. I don't know. Wow. There's an awkward, like, I was talking about what I really liked in Japan was the privacy of my bathroom experience. And I don't know. You guys guys have this very strong bond over this community experience and this, like, togetherness. And I don't. You can trust. And I'm not against that. I just don't think I'm on that. I'm not a team player yet, you know? Okay. Like, I want to mind my own business. You don't want there to be a partnership. Right. I'm not full in on that. The next one, I believe, was uh, bathtubs. We didn't specify what kind of bathtub. I'll just say, ooh la la, I'll pass thank you very much. I just wish I can get into bathtubs, but I feel like it's too much of just, like, sitting around in your own waist. And even, like, in a romantic sense, it's not that romantic because, like, I don't know. I just feel like you're kind of cramped in there as opposed to, like, a spacious shower. We'll see how I feel about that in a few mm-hmm. seconds. But for me, I'll have to pass. Right. Cameron? I'm going to say, ooh la la, I'll pass. Thank you very much. I have, a, I have a spiritual kinship with my shower, and there's nothing a tub can offer me that would change my mind. Ooh la la. I think I'll pass. Thank you very right. much. So no bathtubs. Uh, let's talk about this then. Shower. And we're going to go off of the shower that Cameron described with the two shower heads, lots of room. Ooh la la, don't mind if I do. Bring it on, Cameron. Yeah, ooh la la, don't mind if I do. I will say that with a caveat of I feel like it's hard for me to choose between whether or not I like the shower and tub fusion, like the hybrid, or if I like the open space. I feel like that's yet for me to determine, but I'm down to embrace this like multifaceted shower head thing because I was that was an experience that I'd be happy to relive again. Showers for me are uh, a big ooh la la 
don't mind if I do. Ah, oh, finally, agreement. And we can all shower together, finally. I can't think of anything fancier than showering with the boys. Oh, you gotta take a shower with the boys. <laughs> the Dyson Airblade. For me, it's obvious, folks. Ooh la la, don't mind if I do. I just love how it feels, like the air pushing on my head. It's almost like it's peeling off a layer of filth. You I know, love it. If it motivates you to wash your hands more frequently, then by all means. <laughs> oh, come on! If it makes you 100% man... Ooh la la, don't mind if I do. I am down with the sickness and the Dyson Airblade. Uh, Sean has converted me. He hyped it up. I was impressed. I've been, I'm a changed man. I've been there moved by the Dyson Airblade, but not my hands. They did not move on like you two who seem to have problems keeping your hands straight. Jared, your thoughts? Well, you got thin hands. I, you know, the Dyson Airblade is, is actually for me uh, an ooh la la, don't mind if I do. And you know what? I'm going to try and make a concerted effort to keep my hands away from touching it. I'm going to use it more. Or else you'll lose it. That's how it works with a Dyson Airblade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's their guarantee. We need to do an ooh-la-la on uh, shower fruit. Oh, yeah. Oh. Ooh-la-la. I'll think about it. I wasn't completely sold the one time I tried it. <laughs> Even though you're the one that proposed it. Yeah, I figured I'd want to throw it out there. Why not? Put it out in the site, guys. I'm going to also say ooh-la-la. I'll think about it. I feel like... I'm leaning more towards uh, I'll pass, thank you very much, but I'm keeping my mind a little open to it. I just can't see myself doing it at all. Like, I don't envision a situation where after this podcast, I'm like, you know what? I think it's time for me to try it. Now, I'm not going to pass an ooh-la-la on this, and I'll tell you why. Uh It's because I'm going to come back next month with judgment, (laughs) having done it. With the pomegranate. And I'm going to report back to you guys. Mm. I'll fill you guys in, and if I can convince you that it is the way of the future, I think it doesn't hurt to have it added to our uh, bathroom attendance snack area. I think fruit would be a great choice. It would be a great treat. (laughs) The bathroom attendant hands you an apple on the way in. No! On the way out! There's no shower in the bathroom that the shower attendant is in, right? Well, it depends on what kind of bathroom uh, they're attending. Or are we talking about at the Ooh La La Mansion? I was under the impression that that was all one big room. Is the bathroom attendant there while I am showering? (laughs) He's on the other side of the room. Let's say it's a pretty long walk. He's watching your every move. It's a long walk. No, you know what I want him to do is I want him to wrap me in a towel when I get out of the shower. Ooh La La, don't mind if I do. What if there was was a big Dyson Airblade for your body? Holy uh, crap. Yes. Game changer. <laughs> now we're getting oh, somewhere. Wow. That's a universal ooh la la don't mind if I do, right? We need a gigantic Dyson Airblade to oh, clean ourselves. Yeah. That's a big old stamp of approval from the ooh la la don't mind if I do podcast. Ooh la la don't mind if I do. Jared, so uh, what's our what's our perfect bathroom looking like? It's looking like it's got a golden toilet with a cold seat. If there is a stall, the door goes all the way to the ground. There's a bidet involved. There's a bathroom attendant, maybe. There's a shower stall and a Dyson Airblade for your hands and for the body. (laughs) There's shower fruit that the attendant gives you as a reward for doing your business. That is the ooh-la-la perfect bathroom. So um, through the course of this episode, I've come to a conclusion here that as this podcast evolves, our mansion continues to grow. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I want to know what's in our our communal mansion by the time that this podcast is through. Guys, I think that's going to about do it for this episode. If you guys would like to follow us on Twitter, the podcast Twitter is at Podcast. We can tweet 200 characters, 280 characters now, so get excited for a lot of tweets about us being fancy. But if you want to follow me on Twitter, my Twitter handle is at Captain Tony. That is T-O-N-E-Y for Tony. If you want to follow me, Cameron Antoine Trenelange, you can follow me at Camelange. That's C-A-M-A-L-A-N-G-E. And I am at Jared 
card Simon Says. Uh, it's just like, you know, the classic game Simon Says, and it's got my name in front of it. All right. Again, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you did, tweet it at us. Share it with your friends. Do what you can. It means so much to us. Uh, a big, huge, 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 huge thank you to Graham Mantle, the artist behind our podcast uh, art. It is gorgeous. He did such a great job on that. He really did. It's fantastic. Yeah, Graham is a great, great friend of ours. And please check out his stuff. His t- Twitter handle is at Gwamrock, G-W-A-M, rock. And uh, until next time, I propose a toast. Uh, keep your glasses as high as you can and your spirits even higher. Cheers. Am I supposed to say, oh, cheers. I thought I was supposed to say I'm in. Okay. <laughs> uh, cheers. Thanks, bud. Cheers. All right, guys. Catch you next month. Okay, bye. Use the hashtag potty talk, by the way. Oh, potty talk? Oh, yeah, potty talk. Absolutely. <laughs> hashtag potty talk.